Hey guys, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast, where you will be inspired, encouraged, and transformed with powerful teachings and real stories of mental health. This podcast is not a substitute for counseling. If you are in a crisis, call or text your local crisis center or visit suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Jesus is in our mental health, and freedom is where we start. I am your host, Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist. Get ready. Today's show is going to bring you hope. Hello, and welcome to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast Show. I am Heidi Mortensen, licensed marriage and family therapist, and I am super, super excited to have with me Yvonne Rempel, right? Did I say that right? You did. Yes. With Damascus Experience. She is the co-founder and CVO, Chief Visionary Officer of the Damascus Experience. They have a podcast, website, books coming out, um, blog, and some other things that they do with their business. She is married with three children and currently lives in the United Kingdom but she used to live in Manitoba, Canada. And that is a God story in itself that she is in the United Kingdom. She believes that each person's Damascus experience radically changes their lives. She is a podcaster and also an author. So we're excited to have you. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Heidi. Yes. And so on the show, we have guests who talk about mental health struggles. And so I appreciate you coming on and sharing your personal story. It really means a lot. And it's such an honor because I have known you and it's really encouraging for me to see what God is doing in your life. But before you knew God, you did have some mental health struggles. So I'm wondering if you could share with the listeners what they were, what you were diagnosed with and what your symptoms were. Yeah. So my childhood wasn't great at all. So I really suffered with a couple of things. I had severe depression. I had uh, PTSD. And then when I had my children, not only did I suffer from postpartum, it actually, I was diagnosed right after them with bipolar. So my postpartum actually excelled my bipolar and it sent it way off the charts where we had to really, really equalize things pretty fast because there was two battles going on inside of my head, one postpartum from hormones and one just the struggle of everyday mental health. Wow. And so tell me about how you found Jesus and how, how you've been able to find freedom with these symptoms. And if there's any that are still around and how you're managing that. Yes. So it was really hard. Mental health was a stigma because I may not look that older, (laughs) but you know, I grew up in the nineties, right? So a teenager in the nineties. And when I had my first son in 2002, even postpartum was never talked about really. So it was really a struggle because having even a licensed practitioner diagnose you was very difficult, very difficult to find them. And somebody who just didn't, oh, you know, you're just being a girl, Mm -hmm. right? Oh, you're just being emotional, right? And those are the kinds of things people would say to you. So you'd go, oh, there's something emotionally wrong with me. Mm -hmm. So I have to fix my emotions when really... It, it really was something was just not connecting. And as my doctor was said, something was just not firing properly. It was just not connecting and that's okay. Yeah. So it really was a, a long journey for my mental health. But when I found God in the midst of this, I still struggled with all of my mental health. Okay. I still had depression. I was still having kids. So I had postpartum pretty bad. Yeah. But what I did is I started finding that there was an inner peace in all of that. Mm. 
And so as I figured out and as I was learning and as times changed in the world and people started acknowledging that mental health was a real struggle for people, I started realizing that the mental health that I had didn't define who God created me to be. Amen. And so my first experience with God, my very first radical spiritual experience was I had this huge fight with a family member of mine. And all I wanted to do was take in my head, you know, you want to take this break. I needed a self-care moment. I just wanted to go for a bath and shave my legs. So anybody who has like three children, like sometimes just want to get in the bathtub and just shave your legs without somebody bothering you. And that's all I wanted. And so my husband took my kids into the park and that was all I wanted. And then I was having this breakdown where I was crying and I was on the floor and I I'm going get a hold of yourself Yvonne get your emotions together I couldn't figure out what is wrong with me and I go upstairs and I'm totally forgetting that this was supposed to be my time of just relaxing and also my bath water is is there with bubbles and there was a razor on the side of the tub and I was like I don't remember doing that I don't remember pouring a bath oh I forgot that's what I wanted to do and all of a sudden I was just like Okay, so I got into the bathtub and I sat there and I was like breathing. And I just took a few minutes just to breathe with God, right? And I just sat there and I sat in the tub and I cried and I cried. And it was the moment I realized that, you know what? It's okay because God cries with me. He knows my struggle. He's in the trenches of it with me and that it was okay for me to be like that. It was okay because that's not who I was. It's just part of me. And so what did he do through that experience? What did he show you? So it sounds like you were really vulnerable with God. Instead of having that shame about there's something wrong with me, he was saying, no, you're okay just as you are. What did he do through that? And what did he show you? So through that, people think when you get on the other side of this journey, you know, when people hear me talk, they're like, yeah, that's awesome. You know, like that happened so quickly for you. It didn't happen quickly for me. It took a really long time and a big community of other women and men who struggled with mental health to go. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Because the struggle was so deep. I struggled with where I couldn't even pick up my kids. Sometimes I was so sad. I would be so depressed that I would drive to the store and sit in my van and have to call my husband to come and get me because I didn't know if I could drive home with my children in the car without something happening to us. There was a fear in our home that maybe one day, and especially for my husband, maybe one day my wife isn't going to be here anymore because she struggled so hard. When I talk about the victories of it, I'm talking from the perspective of, I understand where people are in the trenches of it Mm -hmm. and the vulnerability of the, I don't know if I can go on one more day. Wow. But I share the victories of it because it's so important that people hear that it's not the place you're supposed to be. You're not supposed to be in the trenches. You're supposed to be on the mountaintop. You're supposed to be in the victory. And so I want to shine a light. And I'm so glad when you contacted me, Heidi, because I want to shine a light for people to understand that, hey, I'm going to help you. I want to show you how to get up here on this on this mountain. There's so many of us who, who have fought that fight, but it's only because God showed us that number one, the peace is with him. There's nothing I can do. 
if I stay in his peace, it is peace. And number two, when I was bipolar, bipolar was not who I was. I was Yvonne. Wow. And, and that was the biggest thing I needed to do. I wasn't, hi, my name is Yvonne. I'm bipolar. It was, hi, my name's Yvonne. I'm a child of God. And that was the difference. Wow. So how long would you say that it took you five years, 10 years when you say really long, how long was that? So it was a, probably about a 10 year journey of learning my worth and my identity in, in each step, the struggle of every day of, of, do I take my medication? I don't want to take my medication because it, I don't want to feel like I have to depend on that, you know, and it's that it's every day, one step at a time journey. Um, But it was a 10 year journey of getting to the point of, I'm not defined by my mental health. Mm. Right. And I had a great doctor, a great doctor who was the one who diagnosed me. And he said to me one day when I was in his office, my three kids were playing on the floor and I'm crying in his office because, you know, you just cry all the time. And, and he said to me, he goes, you know, Yvonne, if somebody had a problem with their heart, I'd give them heart medication. Mm-hmm. If somebody had a problem with diabetes, I would give them insulin. He goes, you just have a problem with the chemical in your brain. So I'm giving you something for that. He goes, it doesn't make you less just because you have to take medication for that. Just like it doesn't make somebody less because they take medication for their heart. That's beautiful. I've actually had a client say that it was a gift to take medication and God will use it. I know that there's some believers that they'll say, well, we don't need anything. We just need the word of God, which is that is true, but there's stages, there's stages that he takes us through. And we actually might not be able to receive the word until we take the medication, get the therapy, do the things to be able to actually believe I am a child of God. So right now, would you say you're diagnosis free? Tell me where you're at right now. What is there anything that you still struggle with and how does God help you with that? I was healed in a healing conference from my bipolar. Wow. It was hard because I actually watched people become healed throughout the years and I never was. And so the struggle was, is that I'm not good enough. And Mm. this is my burden to bear for the rest of my life. Yeah. And so in this conference, which was the end of my 10 years, we're sitting there and this man is healing things like knees and arms and, and hips and things people can test out, right. You know, stand up and test your back and stand up and test your legs. And (laughs) my husband looked at me and was like, maybe you're going to get healed tonight. And I said, you can't be healed tonight. I said, because you can't test mental health. (laughs) It's not like I could just go off my medication. And I said, I will believe I'm healed if he ever calls it from the front. And I watched a leader who was part of the conference get up ask for the microphone taken and he goes and I'm believing there's somebody here who's going to be healed from bipolar tonight come on wow and I and the row of people of our friends just whipped their head and they looked at me and I was like I just my face and then he said this right away he goes and I want you to come and see me after the service not because this is a shameful thing but because we want to make sure we are intentional with our prayer in the mental health. Wow. And it was the moment that shame fell off of me. And I went, it isn't about hiding. Mm. I'm not hiding from anything. I am advocating 
that there is something in my body and God wants to change it. Just like if my arm was broken, I would advocate for change in my body, just the same thing. And so I go to the front and I'm the only one there Mm -hmm. and I have the leaders and they put their head, one of them puts his hands on my head and I could feel a tingle in my brain. And I knew instantly the tingling was coming and I knew that neurons were actually firing that have never fired before started tingling in my brain and down my neck into my back. And I knew I was healed. I knew that moment I was healed. And then he said the most powerful thing possible. He goes, and now you're going to keep taking your medication. Mm. He goes, because we are believing in the miracle, but we are doing it in wisdom. Wow. That is good. And so it was an understanding that we may believe for these things, but there is actually, there's people here on earth who've been given wisdom to help navigate it. You yourself are one, you help navigate people in these areas. My doctor was one of them too. He navigated those areas. And so he said, he goes, don't stop your medication. He goes, not because we're not believing for healing, but because we understand that when you stop, there is something that happens to your body. It's a chemical imbalance. Mm. He goes, but go talk to your doctor, go talk to your doctor. It took me two months to get into my doctor, which is crazy. And every day I took my medication knowing that I was healed, but I still did it. But I was doing it in agreement with God. I'm doing this in wisdom. And I told my doctor and he said to me, he goes, okay, Yvonne, plan A is you are radically healed. But in wisdom, we are doing plan B. We need to do this and plan C. And we made five different plans, always planning that I was healed but I needed to come off the medication very carefully and intentionally in doing that. And when I came off the medication, it took me three weeks to come off the medication, but I never picked up any medication after that moment. Come on. I was healed from that moment. Wow, Yvonne, this is so amazing. What do you say to anybody who's skeptical? I mean, I hear your story and I know you and I see you and it's real and I believe it, but there's people that have never been to a healing conference and don't know what that is. Can you help them understand how God does that? Yeah, I was skeptical too. (laughs) Because, you know, the thing is, is that I've watched people take out hearing aids and go, I can hear, Mm -hmm. right? And the greatest thing is, is that seeing isn't believing, we go believing is seeing, right? But we can see with our eyes. And so it must be true, but you can't see mental health, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. You can't see that there's a lot of things going on that it just, what happened? That's all it is. It's just like when you fall off a trampoline and you break a bone, it's just what it is. We live in the world. That's, but that's not what God wants for you. And when I look back on the journey of where I was when, and and I'll mention this, there's a whole chapter in my book where I talk about my struggle with bipolar coming out the other side of it. One of the things I learned was, is that it's not that God didn't want to heal me for 10 years is that while I was on medication, I was able to be healed from so many other things Mm -hmm. while my emotions were able to be at a steady frame because I'm somebody who feels greatly for things and feels greatly for the world, my emotions can sometimes overtake me. Mm-hmm. But while my emotions were just exactly where they needed to be, I not only healed from hurts from my past, hurts from who I was, hurts from my parents, I actually got to understand the meaning of being a child of God. So when I was radically healed, I stepped into being a child of God. I stepped fully into Mm. all the things that he wanted me to do. 
those were the things that I was sitting here going, that's what it is. See, I've always been a child of God. I've always been the person you wanted me to be. It's like saying this. It's like saying, I couldn't be that because I have mental health. I can't be a linebacker because I have a broken leg. That mm. does, didn't define me. I've always been a child of God, regardless of what was going on inside of my head. And when I was healed from it, it wasn't because I needed to be healed to be a child of God. I was healed because that was the grace that he has given us. Wow. I was always a child. Wow. That's always been your identity. It's that always been the identity. Oh, so good. Oh my gosh. I'm so encouraged for our listeners right now and people that are getting set free, even just from listening to what you're saying. So if anybody's listening, who just kind of notices things that are shifting in your body, just thank God for it. Like if you start to think when she was talking about the tingling in her head and you started to feel that, just say, thank you, God. Don't try to analyze it and think that this is weird. And Oh, why is this happening? Just thank him. Okay. God does miracles still today. So just say, thank you, Lord, give him the glory. It'll keep growing and that transformation will keep happening. Yeah. So what is God doing in your life right now? Like, tell me about what he's doing and what he has you doing. And also tell me about Damascus experience and your books. Yeah. So one of the biggest part of my life in getting to this moment here has always been my struggle of depression and worth and mental illness. What I love about the book, and I wrote, wrote this book called The God Imprint that is going to be coming out at Christmas time. And basically, it's my journey of my identity with God with me. You know, things happen, you go, oh, man, hindsight's twenty twenty. That's basically my journey. It's where I look at it and I see God, how he orchestrated every step of my life, every moment, even when I felt he wasn't with me in the darkest of dark moments to the highest of high moments. Mm-hmm. I saw him as I look back on that journey. And the book is to encourage people that your story is not done either. Your story is not, even if you're still somebody who this moment is listening and going, yeah, I still struggle with mental health. Yeah, but your story is not done yet because you see, I don't believe God says, oh, you're not handicapped, right? Right. We decide we're handicapped, Mm, right? We decide I have now put a label on me going, I'm bipolar, so I'm now handicapped and I can't do what God wants me to do. I want to encourage people just rip those labels off because you are a child of God. You can do anything and he can work through anything. And so my book I wrote, The God Imprint, is about learning to take off the labels of the world that put on me and putting on the characteristics and the identity that God originally made me to be. Wow. And I wrote that in mind that there's many people who struggle with this balance of being in the world and not of the world. Mm -hmm. And so we go, we're part of the world, but we're not part of the world, but we're part of the world, but we're not, you see it in everything. We see it, especially people see it in mental illness because we go, we're not part of the world, but then we feel like we're constantly anchored because we take medication because we have hard times because we struggle and we feel like we struggle more than the rest of the world Mm. because it's not something you can visibly see. It's not like a doctor can just put a bone back together. And so I wanted, I wanted people to understand that it's not about that. It's not about a handicap. Mm. What it's about is finding your true nature, who God created you to be from the moment he thought of you to Mm. what he called you, those little things that you think are imperfect are perfect to him. Yeah. 
And so I wrote that with that in mind, that people be encouraged that you were created for a purpose on purpose for this moment in time. Yeah. So that's coming out at Christmas time. I'm really excited. And my family actually just moved to the United Kingdom. Yeah, that is so amazing. (laughs) (laughs) We have a ministry called Damascus Experience, where we really want people to be radically changed by the presence of God. Mm -hmm. The moment they have an encounter with God, their life will just forever be changed. And that's in Acts 22 with Paul, where he he has a radical encounter with God on the road to Damascus. Mm -hmm. And God calls him, gives him a destiny, and then he sends him into the world. And I'm passionate when people have an encounter with God and learn who they are. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's something I am so excited when people come alive mm-hmm. where they have been feeling dead for so long. And so Damascus is being called to the UK to inspire people to step into what they've always been called to step into. There's no time like the moment to be doing that. I don't care if you're 85 years old and think you have nothing left. You have so much more time left. So we're really excited and we have some great things going to be showing up soon on our website, damascusexperience.com. Yeah. And our listeners can actually follow you on Apple podcasts or Spotify, wherever podcasts are, and you can find them. So Damascus experience, make sure to subscribe and rate them as well. I have actually been a guest on their show called the home is where the heart is. And so I was able to share my story and share my Damascus experience. As you were talking about the X 22, I actually saw listeners experiencing like things falling off of them. And so I think that's what happened with Paul and it literally falled off of them and it didn't stay on. And I think sometimes we think, oh, is that real? Did that actually happen? Yes, that's real. That's what God does. He takes away the old and he puts on the new because he died on the cross for us. So I I just want to encourage your listeners that if you're experiencing that again, just say, thank you, Lord. And just say more because he he's bringing transformation through Yvonne's story. And that is transformation you can receive as well. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I would love it if you could pray for our listeners. I think you have a ton of experience and wisdom and really just transformation for people to experience. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to. God, thank you. Anyone who is listening, any future listeners, thank you for creating them as your children and that it doesn't matter at this moment what is going on because you've created them perfect in your image, that they struggle, yet there is no struggle, because you've said that they are mine. And so I I pray for people who feel like they are down, they're in the trenches, it has been hard. And, and I am calling from a sound of trumpet, I'm calling you up higher to see, lift your head, because it's a new day for you. And so I'm, I'm calling on blessings for you and I'm healing for you. And that if you don't experience healing right away, that it's not because you are not worth it. God, I just pray that you know that the people listening to Heidi's podcast is that they know that they are worth it in every way and that they are not defined by it a piece of paper that says that they struggle. They are defined by the God in heaven who loves us so much. So I pray blessings over everyone in your name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and thank you listeners for listening and have a wonderful day. Thank you. 
Thanks for listening to the Strong Tower Mental Health Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and subscribe wherever you listen. Your review helps the show reach more people and spread mental health awareness with Jesus at the Center. You can also check me out on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or my website at HeidiMortensenLMFT.com. See you at our next episode.